In Hilchas Tefillah and Birchas Kain in Perik Dala, the Rambam discusses five things that prevent someone from davening, even though the time of davening has arrived. The Rambam begins by saying that there are five things that prevent someone from davening, even though the time came. The first one is making their hands pure. The second one is covering the erva. Third one is that the place that they're davening must be tahar. The th- fourth thing is things that might bother or distract the person. And the fifth one is having the proper intention. The Rambam will now elaborate on each of these five I- items. The Ramam continues and says that when it comes to time to davening, mincha mayer, a person has to wash his hands from his fingertips until his wrist. If a person was traveling and it came the time and he didn't have water, then if in front of him, within four mils, which is 8,000 amites, there was a place of water, then he must travel to that place. If there is no water in front of him within this distance, but behind him there is this water, and it's within one mil, then he must travel back to get this water as well. Otherwise, he does not have to travel. He just cleans his hands with pebbles, earth, or a bean. Now, for chakras, a person doesn't just wash their hands, they also have to wash their face and their feet. But if they can't find water in the same manner as the one for Mincha Mayrev, then they don't have to. They just daven. The Ramam continues and says that even someone who's tummy has to wash his hands, just like someone who's pure in daven. Even though they could technically go to the mikvah and become tahar, they still could daven, but they have to wash their hands. The Rambam explains, like he said previously, that in the times of Ezra, they made a takana that someone who's a Balkari had to go to the mikvah before davening, but it already has become batal. The Rambam continues and says that someone who's a Balkari should wash their body before davening. But if a person was sick and had an accidental omission, then he's putter from washing his body. He just wipes himself and he washes his hands and davens. The Rambam continues and says that just like by Shema, a person has to cover their erva, additionally by davening, they must cover their heart as well. If a person didn't have anything to cover their heart and they davened, then their yetzah. It should not be done. The Ramam continues and says that any place that a person is not say Kriya Shema because the place is dirty, a person is also not allowed to daven there. Someone who is davening and suddenly finds Saya in the location he's davening, if he's able to move that the Tzaya is four amas behind him or to the sides, then he should do that. Otherwise, he has to stop davening. The great Chachamim would not daven in a house which there was beer or brine foaming because of the foul odor even though it was a clean place. The Ramam continues and says that if a person needs to go to the bathroom, he should not daven. This is because he will be distracted the entire time. If a person is able to hold himself in the amount of time it takes to walk a parsa, then he's going to the davening if he did that. Lechatchila, though, a person should check themselves if they have to go to the bathroom before davening. The Ramam continues and says that if a person burps or yawns or sneezes during davening, if he does so on purpose, it's considered maguna, not nice. But if it was an inus and unavoidable, then it's okay. If a person has a bunch of saliva in their mouth, they should get rid of it. Ram continues and says that if a person needed to pass gas and he was not able to hold it in, then he goes and moves away Dalit Amis. He passes the gas and says a special tefillah. Then he goes back to his davening. If a person was davening and urine was flowing down his legs during Shmanasri, he should wait until the flow stops and then go back to where he was davening. If the amount of time was the time to complete the entire Shmanasri, then he has to go back to the beginning. When one goes to the bathroom and urinates, he should wait the, the amount of time it takes to walk for Amas before starting to daven. And similarly, when a person finishes davening, they should wait the amount of time it takes for Amas before going to the bathroom. The Rambam continues and says that any davening, any tefillah that there was not with kavana is not considered davening. If a person davened and didn't have kavana, he must go back and recite it again and have kavana. Kavana means to take away our hearts from any other thoughts and to feel as if we're in front of the shechina. And therefore, a person must sit before davening a little bit in order to, to prepare himself mentally for davening. A person who is drunk should not daven because he doesn't have kavana, and if he davened, his davening is considered te'eva, an abomination. Therefore, he has to go back and daven again. If someone's tipsy, he shouldn't daven, but if he davened, it's considered davening. The difference between them is, is that someone who's drunk is not able to speak before of a king. Someone who's tipsy is someone who could speak in front of the king without messing up.
Even so, a person who drank a revius of wine should not daven until the wine left him. A person should not start davening while joking or while angry or in deep concentration of something, but rather from learning halacha psukais. The Ramam concludes by saying that any time we daven occasional davenings, like Rishchaitesh Musaf and things like that in Yom Taivim, a person should organize his prayers before in order not to get mixed up. This is why we have a Siddur today. If a person's going in a dangerous place, like where there's robbers or wild animals, he says a special tefillah, short tefillah, for the details. Once he returns to a normal place, then he goes and davens properly.